Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Thank you, TV's Adam Zwaran, the US Army Blues team, Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, Big Band Orchestra. Welcome, listeners, to episode number 11. Legs 11. You know, this legs is good, 11. Mate. Legs 11, yeah. You're ready for bingo time. You know, this podcast's got legs, mate. Oh, it has, hasn't it now? You know, <laughs> we're, we're done. We're doing all right. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton. I'm joined as I am every week by one of the greatest stitch-up artists in the world. You know, the Charlie, Charlie Pickering pseudo-letter-writing Lewis Kirkham. I'm not listening to anything you're going to say this week, mate, because I just reckon that you're just going to try and wind me up again. But otherwise, how you doing, buddy? Oh, good, mate. When you when you said stitch up, I thought you meant uh, you'd seen my veterinary surgical work. Oh, a surgical stitch but up. No, you're talking about a stitch up. I I got on that that email with uh, the, from from the old CP. I oh, was still burning about that, oh. you know. Still burn about it. Mum's been on the phone. She's <laughs> gone. You know, was it really Charlie Picker? I go, no, it wasn't Charlie Picker. Well, it was could be. Lewis. Could be. Oh, could be. Could yeah, be. yeah, yeah. Could also be Santa Claus too. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so mate, what, what are Santa Claus's dog's name? Did he name him after the, uh, the 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 musical director of the West Wing as well, or was it the name him after Doogie Howser? No, I'm pretty sure it was Rudolph. Oh no, hang on, that's his reindeer. Hang on a sec. So, mate, how's your last uh, ten minutes been or so? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's been great. It's been great. You know, you know, went to the toilet, had a drink, yeah. you know, just did some stretches, a little bit yeah. of chit chat, and we're back on yeah, it again. We're back on again. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yep. Back on the podcasting. You know, back in front of the microphones. You know, last last episode sounded fantastic too, mate. Yeah, well, we just job. thought we'd carry it on, didn't we, eh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just keep on, just plough on through, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a week later, but still, we've got lots of news of what we've been doing for the week. For the week of the 10-minute <laughs> ten ten week. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, well, the, well, actually, this week I've got the um, I've got the uh, the half marathon this week that I've got the oh. um, the got my little um, uh, you know, I sent you the picture. Yes, where, where I'm a bib with the two, yeah, two vets, talk pets podcast sort of uh, uh, number bib. and r- race bib. Yeah. Yes, yeah, impressive, yeah. mate, impressive. I thought a little bit of shameless promotion. Yeah. I put it on my WhatsApp group with all my um, running mates, and they've all gone. Oh, do you do a podcast? Do you? Oh, uh, you! God, I've told you guys about it. That ex- that explained the spike in numbers, mate. I know we've yeah, doubled yeah. Yeah, from the, from one to yeah. two now. <laughs> yeah, the, the, good work. The, the primary school dad shuffling group. Yeah, yeah, they've all they've all gone and uh, gone and joined up. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah good, uh, good time. Good and, and welcome to all the, the those dad the dad shufflers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing, doing the half marathon. Oh well, I've, well, there's only there's only me and another guy, Bobby, that are doing the half, and everyone else is just you know, laughing at us. So. Oh, right. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. When you're on that podium, you're holding that trophy aloft, Two Vets Talk Pets podcast oh, on the news. Look look, looking forward to it. Oh, I'll be Can't ev- wait. Every camera I see, I'll be sitting there pointing at saying, Charlie, call me. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> I'm hey, doing this for you. Hey, you know what? Imagine, like, we're, we're recording this Monday night. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if on the Wednesday... He's where he's on the show oh, and the he weekly. gives a little plug out. Oh, how good would Imagine that be? Imagine that, and then it goes out on the Friday. And we're going to miss telling the pod, the listeners, oh, no. about your interaction with Charlie. Oh crikey! No, that's the, the timeline's all up. The all I'll up the make spout. a promise that if if if, if Charlie mentions us on <laughs> on Wednesday, I will add a little edit in right now. Yes. 
And we'll tell talk all about how good it was that Charlie mentions we'll, on his we'll on the weekly. We'll do a special phone in. We'll do a special yeah. phone in for yes. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's coming. It's certainly he's he's going to hear about us soon enough. Surely. I mean, the thing is, Charlie, go, Charlie. But you know, if you if you're wondering if we're legit, I mean, we've got Adam Zwar doing our intro. You know, I mean, we're we're fully legit. You know. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we've got letters from the Queen to back it up. Oh, I know, yeah. You know, we, we talk about surfboards with LED repelling, you know, uh, shark repellents and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, we're fully legitimate, Charlie. And he's got dogs. You need to know. You need to listen to our podcast to learn about pets and animals, Charlie, how to look after them. That's right. That's why you listen to us. Yeah, we, 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 you know, Lewis and I would be happy to come on and do a, uh, you know, a, a little a little read on, you know. Yeah, what is it, a skit? Are yeah, we doing? Oh, right, right, absolutely. Doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's on first? You know, Abbott. <laughs> Costello style, be fantastic. Yo. Oh, so good at that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just my bag, baby. Yeah, what, what was that? Just my bag. Oh, baby. oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you do, you do good at the yeah, uh, the, the, the sl- slapstick situation. It'd be fantastic. It'd be oh great. Goodness. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, mate. What do you got for us today? So, um, I what I wanted to talk about, Lewis, is um. Uh, 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 we'll s- we'll see how we go. We'll see where we go with this topic. It's I a wanted- tough one, isn't it, mate? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I had uh, had a bit of a week this week where you know, you know, you you, you can get disgrunt- disgruntled clients. You know, you get yes. people who um, they 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 don't appreciate what you're trying to do. They think that all you're doing is just trying to make their life difficult. They think all you're doing is just trying to gouge them for money. Yes. Um, and in the end, it's like, dude, you know, I'm, I, you've, you've bought your animal in to come and see me to get my opinion. I'm trying to give you my opinion. I'm trying to tell you what I think with nearly 20 years worth of experience of what I think your pet should do. And then they just they just get stuck into you. So, so you know, I thought, you know what, this is a, a great forum to be able to talk to you, you know, talk to you about it, you know, and put it out there to people that, um, you know, it's... It's not all hugs and puppies being a vet, yeah. is it, you know? Yeah, spot yeah. on, mate. And, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we became vets. The main reason we became vets, or certainly I did not, I, I believe it was you too, is to help animals. Absolutely. So that's really our focus in life, you know? Yes, okay, we, we, we like to make a living yes. help, helping animals. But our primary reason that we became vets was to help animals. So when the part somebody brings in an animal... And they ask for your opinion of how to treat it, and you give their opinion, and then they seem to try and you know turn that around, and 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 that you're you're suggesting tests perhaps that are going to help with the diagnosis and help to find out what's wrong with the animal, but then for them to suggest that oh you know you're just after the money, or you're not doing the best by my pet, or some sort of insinuation, whether it's said by the owners or just implied by the owners, yeah. It really hurts us absolutely it really really hurts us and it's through the whole profession i think yeah you know, we we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we need to make a lot of diagnosis often yeah when owners don't have a lot of money yeah and it can be hard for us to 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 pluck that diagnosis out of maybe 10 different diagnoses that we think it might be yeah and go all right well this will treat one out of 10 of them so i guess on my experience, let's try this because the owners do, perhaps they don't have the money, but also they they just perhaps don't have the trust sometimes too, which is kind of odd. Yeah, because we're there for the animals. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, there's a there's a, a a hell of a lot of professional integrity that, that you know 
we're a trusted profession, you know, like, you know, people come to see us you know, at a vulnerable time and, and I get it, you know, people yeah. come in and they're, they're emotionally charged, you know, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's great when people come in uh, for the, for the yearly visits and, you know, how's everything going? Everything's great. You know, they're, they're eating, they're drinking, they're weeing, they're going to the toilet. There's no signs of lameness or pain. They're not itching. Everything is fantastic. Check them over. I can't find anything wrong either. That's all great. But then when the times when there's something wrong, you know, um, and like I, I, it was something that, I, that really only sort of hit me when um, when I had kids that, you know, uh, both of our kids had um, had health problems. They both had um, uh, lactose intolerance. They weren't growing. They had abdominal pain, vomiting everywhere, and they just w- were not growing. And we go and see the doctors and the doctors go, oh, no, look, it's just um, – and the maternal health nurses and that sort of stuff, first-time parents – it's just yeah. positing. They're just, you know, that's, yeah. that's normal. That's yes. normal. You know? Yeah, you get fobbed um, off. Yeah. And, and, and we knew that something wasn't right, you know. So from that point, I it, it really made me realise that if somebody brings their pet in to come and see them and they go, look, I don't know what's what's wrong, but I just know that there is something that is not right with my pet. And I'll say, look, I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to find out what yes. that is, yeah. right? But if you're telling me that, even if I look at it and I can't find anything wrong, if you're telling me that there's something that's not right... I believe you because you know your pet so well. It's true. Um, and so, you know, for me, you know, the, the, the uh, part of the thing of getting in and being a vet was, you know, the that thing of wanting to, you know, I, I, I love animals. You know, you, you, there's an awful lot of crap that you put up with in the, in the job, you know, and so to get out of bed every day and sort of jump up and go, right, I'm going to head in there and do this again. It's to help the animals. It's to help the clients, and to try and you know make the world a better place of um, you know for the pets, for the animals, so that then the owner's life is a little bit better yeah, too. Yeah, you know? the human animal bond still helped, and and the the animals are still there to support the human. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you know, there's there's times where um, you know, so. When, when somebody comes in and they go, okay, right, so um, yeah, there's, there's something wrong something wrong with my dog. I go, okay, right, well, we, we need to, I've, I've checked them out. I've got suspicions. I've got suspicions of what I think is going on. But if we're going to try and treat it specifically, we need to try and work out what's going on. Because, unfortunately, the, the dog or the cat can't tell us, I hurt here. You know, I'm dizzy when this happens. You wouldn't know? it be nice if they could? Oh, it wouldn't be awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Make our job easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All they'd be saying is, look, just stop talking. Just feed me more liver treats. Just give me more liver treats. <laughs> you do whatever you want. D- I just want more liver treats. Don't put that thing on my bottom. I'm hot. I'm I've got hot. a fever. Yeah, don't yeah, bother. That's right. Just put my hand, put <laughs> your hand here. You can tell I'm hot. <laughs> so, you know, the, um, and, one of the big things for me with being a vet, you know, and, and, and me as a, a as a as a consumer, yeah. You know, so if I go, um, I take the kids to the doctor. I I want a doctor that is going to talk through what they're thinking and what the options are and what we can try and do. You know, yeah. um, I'm not I'm not the sort of vet who who wants to railroad people because I don't I don't like having that done to That's me. That's how you are, so mate. It's good. You explain things. You you make sure owners know what's going on. That's good. And and give them the options. Options. Yeah. So look. So so option number one is that we can do all of this stuff, you know, and that is what I think our best chance is of trying to reach a diagnosis. Yeah, gold standard. Yep. But unfortunately, yeah, that's going to cost money because yes. 
if we're going to run lab tests, the lab's going to charge us. You know, if we need to do X-rays, you know, that X-ray machine in there is not is not free. You know, it's not. It's, we didn't didn't fall off the back of a truck. You know, yep. it costs money to buy, to maintain, to repair. You know, we've got but, to pay. But also your fees. your expertise at being able to interpret the X-rays, yeah. take the X-rays in the first place. And then interpret the X-rays. It's not just about turning the switch and pressing the button. There's a lot more to it than that. Absolutely, mm. yeah. So, um, you know, and and yeah, unfortunately, that then costs money. You yes. Know? Um, then there's there's an option number two where you go, well, look, you know, we can try and say, look, well, you know, maybe not do all of the investigation, but we can do some of it. But if things aren't getting better, well, then we know we need to go to option number one. Or option number three is that well, you throw stuff at the wall and see what's th- see what sticks, mm. you know, um, and and I've got no problems at all with what option people choose as long as they feel like they can they have made an informed decision. Yes, you know, if they say now look, I yeah, I've got I've got four kids, you know, rent's due this week. Yeah, I can't, we've you know, all got our we've all got our monetary limits, haven't we? Absolutely, you know? You yeah, know, everyone's yeah. everyone's individual on that, and and we appreciate that. Oh, you know, definitely, that, that not everyone's going to come and go right run. Robbie, here's my wallet, here's my credit card, run whatever tests you want. Go bananas. Yeah, exactly. There'll be people who come and say, I've got no money, I can barely afford this consult. Yes, yep. And and we're happy to work with that, like you say. Yep, because pr- primarily, you know, um, and it's in our um, in our charter, it's in it's in the um, the, the Victorian Veterinary Surgeons Act, um, which I imagine that, that you have to, you know, treat it out there. We, we have to treat the animal. You know, if the animal is, is in pain or is yeah. suffering, you know, dog gets hit by a car and the owner, uh, or the, um, not the owner, but somebody else brings it in, we have to treat that dog. We have yeah, to see it. We have primary to care, don't provide we? Yeah, provide pain relief care. and yeah, that's and, right. And support. Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So you know, it's um, the the thing that just gets my goat. The thing that really, really irritates me, Lewis, is then when people just go, "Yo, you're only in it just trying to make money. Mm. You're only just trying to make money." It's like, well, yeah, yeah. It it is. It's my business. Yeah, you know, I'm a small business owner, but in being a small business owner, I've got staff. You know, my my staff expect to get paid because they're relying on you yeah. to, to, to feed their families or feed Pay themselves. Their mortgage, yeah, exactly. You know, um, yeah. you know, we've got the, the utilities bills, you know, we, we can't, I can't ring up um, the, uh, the, the electricity company and say, well, look this week, I'm just, you know, not going to charge anyone because I really love animals. You know, the bank's not going to, mm. um, you know, let me not pay my repayments back because I just really love animals. So the, the, the reality is, is that, yeah, it, it is a business, you know, but, the thing is, is that, you know, I think it's all about making those informed decisions. And if you think that you're getting quality, you know, uh, 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 quality advice that you're getting, you know, you come and see someone that's experienced, you come and see someone who's spending the time with you to actually explain what's going on rather than just railroading you into something. But, you know, that's kind of what we have to do in order to try and get answers sometimes, yeah, isn't it? You yeah, know? It's, it's, it's a really difficult situation, man. I think... You know, a lot of the mis- misconceptions is that in the medical world, there's Medicare. Yes, yeah. So anything that you, you get done, essentially, you know, if you have x-rays or blood tests or even go to the GP, it's a lot of it is funded by Medicare and yep. you get some of that money back. Whereas you But come Medicare comes from taxes. Yeah, exactly. Whereas yeah. If, you, if you come to the vet, it's just not there. There's no Medicare. You, you know, the only thing that's close to it is, I suppose, pet insurance. Yes. Um, and, you know, a lot of people can't afford that, and that's fine. But, you know, try and be go a bit easy on... It sounds like Robbie's had a tough week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. try and go a bit easy on your vet. You know, they're trying to do their best. 
and we're not all in it for the buck. No, we're not, not all, all in it to um to to milk and fleece you. You know, as you know, yes, vet fees are expensive. We know they're expensive, but they're expensive, like Robbie said, for a reason. Um, and and you know, just realise that the the good vets that are out there, like you know, me and Robbie. Yeah, oh, absolutely. To, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I'm a good vet. Rod, Robbie's a super vet. As we learned the other week. We'll both go as good vets. Let's, let's hear that story again about that tiny little lump that you got. The, oh, no, I don't <laughs> worry about that. No, no. Anyway, so, um, yeah, you know, go easy on your vet. If, if, you, if you've if you got a concern that you, you want to bring up with your vet, talk to them about it. Absolutely. Most vets are happy to sit and, you know, if, if they recommend blood tests and you say to me, look, I can't afford those blood tests or is there another option? Yes, there might be another option. I can tell you about that. Sometimes I might say, look, no, I think we really have to do these blood tests. There's, you know, we can work a way around it somehow. You know? Yeah. But, but often there's, there's, there's other different options. And if you've if you, um, got an understanding vet, they'll talk you through those things. I, I think the big thing with it is as well, and I, I had an episode um, a few months ago where it was a, um, a client who um, like just through a, a, a series of, um, you know, through a series of just unfortunate things where it was one thing that led to another that led to another and the dog, the dog was sick, you know, not, yep. not due to anything that we'd done, but just a set of circumstances. And this is a guy who was, um, you know, it was down on his luck a bit. And so, as it, look, you know, try and do what we can to try and help you out. You know, this is what we're going to do to try and make these things work for, for your dog. Um, and all we got was hardship. All we got oh, was, you know, he 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 was he was um, having to go at the nurses. He he would he made um, uh, one of our other vets, you know, get quite upset because yeah. of the things saying, having a go at me as well, you know. And in the end, right in the end, when the dog's getting better, right, and we're saying, okay, right, well, it's time for it to go home. He's gone, okay, right, well, I've got to be out of here in twenty minutes because I'm going into the other clinic for a um, for a second opinion. Oh. Right, uh, and so this mm. is after we have bent over backwards for five days trying to help him out, right? And to just have that disrespect, yeah. You know, so I, I hit a watershed moment at that point, Lewis. And what I what I sort of realised was that how important the trust relationship yes. is that you've got between the um, between the the pet owner and the vet. You yes. Know? Um. And and what it sort of resolved me at is that you know. If if someone's if if the trust has been lost in the relationship, yep. then there is no point at all in either of us getting upset of not listening to the other. You're best off going and getting a second opinion. Yeah, going. You know? I agree. So if, you, if, they, if you've lost the trust, it's it's gone. Yeah, you can't get that back. No, and, no, and, no. And uh, and uh, if they don't trust you and they don't trust in your judgment, and it's time to time to certainly move on. So, and I mean, we are instinctively caring. People absolutely, yeah. And when people, uh, you know, pass judgment on our ability to care or our our process our of providing motives. care, our motives of providing care, yeah. it really hurts us. Yeah, and, you know, uh, on the worst part of it, I suppose, is that uh, veterinarians have a very high suicide rate. Uh, one of the highest suicide rates of all professions. Yeah. Um. And and, and it is it's it's terrible. It's because know. we take all this stuff on board yeah you know, really take it on board we take it to heart so you know i guess what robbie's trying to say if you if you see robbie at the clinic this week <laughs> at the waverly animal hospital <laughs> go up and give him a hug yeah uh, well, go and give him a hug get him back on track 
Because we need you, Robbie. Oh well, look, yeah, we, we, you know that was sort of one one thing, and you know it's like like anything, you know, what, you know, the the bad stuff sticks in your head, and the good stuff, you know, like pl- plenty of other good things, you know, really great clients that, that that listen to your advice and that you know um, that that uh, that respect and accept your advice. I had um, yep. I had to put a, um, a an old dog to sleep um, that used to be a used to be a guide dog, and so um, we had to we had to put him to sleep um, yesterday, and uh, oh, nice. you know. Um, uh, really emotional, really. Yeah, sad. they're and so close to their owners, aren't they? Well, well, well he'd actually, um, he he'd stopped working, he'd retired, he'd yeah. retired, and so he was with his retirement family, and okay. they'd had him for a few years. But he'd integrated himself into the family, and you know the so his owners said, you know, because you know, it was a really complex case, and they said, look, you know, thank you for giving us all the options and talking through. Like, we could have done surgery. They yes. they elected not to. Yeah. We were just keeping him comfortable, keeping him happy. And in the end, they said, look, thank you so much for giving us all the options and letting us know. Yeah. And so that then made me go, okay, right, now this is good. You know, we're sort of heading in the right That's direction. Nice to get those ones, isn't it? But yeah. you're right, the bad ones, they do stick in your head, mate, and they do really affect us. You know, oh, just, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and there's a, um, something that um, I'd uh, sort of sent you a, um, a link about it, um, of... The, um, the 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 love your pet love your vet um, you know campaign that I think's on Instagram and yeah, Facebook and that Facebook, sort of stuff yeah there yeah. is yeah there's somebody I don't know where they are. I think they're up in in Queensland but yeah just a really nice yeah check out the Facebook page love your pet love your vet and um, I think they're on Insta as well I think they've they? got a right. yeah an Instagram page yeah, too it's, um, it's, yeah it's it's, uh, it's got a quite a bit of funding on it it's just all about appreciating a vet for who they are. That's right. Yeah. Um, and and that they're trying to do the best by your animal. Yeah. Um. And and I guess ultimately trying to lower that suicide rate, which uh, is which is terrible. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, like I'm involved with a um a, a dad's group at the school because we've had a few um a couple of years ago or the last couple of years had had three dads commit suicide. Oh, and mate. so it's a um, oh, wow. It's a I, I'm 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 incredibly passionate about trying to sort this out you know yes. not 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 just in 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 dads not just in vets but over the you know er- everything you know it's that thing of where we're in a, it seems like society's got to that point where it's so easy just to throw barbs at people you know um and unfortunately some people aren't in a position where they can then deal with that you know um you know, in our profession, as you say, you know, we're inherently caring people. When things go wrong, you know, when when patients that you're treating, you know, get sick, if people then start getting stuck into you, or well then gee whiz, it really just um, really starts board, to weigh we? you down. Yeah. So, so what I want all of our listeners to do, um, Charlie Pickering too, if you're listening, <laughs> is to um, you know, when you take your pet to the vet, get a photo of your pet with your vet, and put it on your on your social media pages. Put it on Insta- Put it on your Instagram. Put it on your Facebook. Give them a plug. So tell your friends and say, "Look, this is my vet, and I, I, my pet loves my vet." Or, or even if your pet doesn't love your vet, but you love that what your vet does, yes. just tell people about it and say to your vet and say, "Look, I, I actually really appreciate ha- what you do." Hashtag, hashtag thank you. Yeah, ha- ha- do it. hashtag thank you. Hashtag thank you. Ha- hashtag yeah, you know. Hashtag, hashtag two vets talk pets. Thank <laughs> hashtag you. two vets talk pets. Yeah, don't forget to hashtag add a plug get, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get us in there too. That, that's you know, where we're going great. with it, wasn't it? The yeah. plug. <laughs> but you know, do it and and you know get some of the big vets behind. You know, um, 
uh, you know, ha- hashtag Bigger Katrina. than you, there is Be- no oh, bigger. Oh, Charlie, Charlie, yeah. Charlie Pickering's bigger than me. He's not um, a vet. No, no, he's no. not. No. You're but the biggest vet I know. No, oh, the biggest? Yeah, the, well, the oh, most mate, well-known no, celebrity. Mate, no. Oh, you're the anchor no, man. Mate, you're Come an on. author. You've had a letter from the Queen. Don't start <laughs> telling me, you know. No, you're, you're, the, you're a wind-up artist. I know what you're like, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking for accolades, just for uh, congratulations back, mate. That's the only reason oh, I give mate, them absolutely. And, and you'll get them too in due course. I'm just still a little bit hurt from last week. Um, but no, seriously, guys. So, so take a picture of your of your vet with your pet. Hit them up. Put them up on social media. Put it on your vet social media page as well. You know, give it, give them a, a good review on Google and on Facebook. Tell people that you and not even just your vet, your greengrocer or whatever. You know, just tell. Uh, yeah. Just tell tell people that you that you appreciate the job that they're doing. Tell your mum too. You know, actually, it reminds me when you talk about you know uh, doctors and comparing doctors and vets. I remember when my my youngest daughter was you know, so first child. Yeah, twelve weeks old, and uh, and she was really unwell. I uh, something had happened early one Saturday morning. I oh that's right. I went out to queue up to get Australian Open tennis tickets. All right. Yep. And, and a Ticketmaster. Yeah, back that's right. Queued yep. up. Yep. Those were the days. <laughs> queued up down. Oh, I don't know somewhere Bayside might have been. Hampton was the ticket tech locally. Anyway, queued up, got the tickets, came home, and, and Deb's going, oh, I'm a bit worried there's something wrong um, Something wrong with Stella. Yeah. Gone in there, and she's just on the change table, literally motionless. You know, yeah, normally right. she's kicking around, you know, having a bit of a cry and doesn't like a nappy, and she's like, there's something wrong, and went in straight in there. And I, you know, the vet in me said, well, if the mum or the owner's saying that the dog's not right, yeah, then mum's saying that Stella's not right. Right, I believe that. Absolutely. So bang, straight away, got, got her down, you know, straight into the GP, you know, sick, sick uh, three-month-old child's pretty bit of a concern. Yeah. Got straight in the GP. GP's, you know, sort of had a look at her, taken her temperature, you know, pretended to waft the stethoscope over and that did, did, did this usual sort of stuff. And, and she's sort of, she's gone, yeah, well, I'm not, no, I'm not really sure what's going on. And she, and she knew I was a vet. Yeah. And she goes to me, what do you, you think is wrong with her? Oh. What do you think's wrong with her? And I was, I was like, um, aren't we at the doctors? Yeah. I'm, I'm well, for starters, yeah. she's not a Labrador. I can tell you yeah, that, Doc. I'm, and I've gone. Um, oh, maybe she's got some gastroenteritis. I don't know. And so I was like, the the doctors, to her credit, she said, "Look, I don't really know. Oh, gastro, it might be gastro." Yeah. They go off to the Royal Children's. So we went off to the Royal Children's. First time parents. No, wow. Didn't want to give any Panadol. Yeah, never, yeah. Never, you know, and pain. Oh, can't give pain relief to children. Yeah. You no, know, can't do this or that. Gone, gone straight up to the nurse's deck triage. She sort of looked at her, and yep, she was in the in her um, baby carrier. And looked at her and um, gone, uh, oh, have you given her any Panadol? We've gone, oh, no, 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 no. All right, we'll give her some Panadol. So gave her some Panadol. Within 20 minutes, she's laughing and giggling. Bang, and happy as Larry. Great, yeah. Does a big pooey nappy of all disgusting stuff. And, of course, I was right, gastro. Yeah. But as the doctor going, what do you think's wrong with her? She was. Yeah, anyway, so. Yeah. That, that, that's just, just a little story I thought about. But talking of doctors. Yes. Do you, have you heard of the celebrity doctor, Sally? Now, I might, I'm not sure I'm going to get her surname right. Is it Cockburn or is it Coburn? I think it might be Coburn oh. as long as you're not, not going uh, phonetically, phonetically, phonetically. Right. Well, I won't go back to my 13-year-old self. And, <laughs> and, 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 and I already went there. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, we did it before we chat about it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah so yeah. something about yeah, getting a cream to try and <laughs> fix it up. Yeah. 
No, so Sally Coburn, who, who, do you remember who Sally Coburn was? No, no, who's Sally Coburn? Dr. Feelgood. That's Dr. Feelgood. Dr. Feelgood, do you remember Dr. Feelgood? Dr. Feelgood, Feelgood on a Sunday night. Yes, yes late on at Triple night. M. Yes, late, late at night. That's where I learned all my things about the female bits and stuff. Yeah, listening wow. Listening to Dr. Feelgood. When you were listening to it, did you, were you listening to it proudly in your bedroom? Or were you listening to it, you know, sort of down low, you oh, know? Covert. Little earplug ear, ear in the ear, little oh, earphone the, in the ear, I reckon. Yeah. You no, know, it was late at night. It late was you know, night. Sunday night. It was you know well past bedtime. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah no. How about you? You loud and proud? Uh, no. No. Clock radio. Very quiet. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Listen and go. Oh, they're talking about rude <laughs> things. <laughs> rude <laughs> things. Because this is before the internet. You know. Exactly. You know, exactly. These the days, you could find out more on, you know, more on Wikipedia than what you. The could rudest get. thing we had in those days was the picture magazine, wasn't it, mate? Oh well, oh yeah. Well, the um, the, the trying. No, to you, work no, you had something else. Oh well, there's what? there was also trying to work out how to um, yeah, the the thing of um, on a calculator where you could make it say boobless. <laughs> <laughs> that boobless was pretty boobies. rude. Boobies, oh, boobies, boobless, a oh, boobless. Oh, the seven could be. Yeah, I'll see where you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is so it boobless or boobies? Well, it could, I guess That's it could be either. Wow, we come from different sides yeah. of the tracks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to back to back yes. to Doctor Feelgood. Yeah, Doctor Feelgood. She was in the in the paper. A little bit of a heartwarming story. Yep. Her pampered pooch Molly has saved her life. Right. Doctor Feelgood collapsed at her bayside home on Sunday morning from a potentially deadly blood clot, clot blocking her lungs. She was awakened by her Shih Tzu Cavalier cross licking her face and whimpering. Right. It was like suffocation. I got myself on the floor and I don't know what happened. The next thing I noticed, the dog sniffing around my hair, panting and licking my face. Right. I called Triple O. So how's that? And she's ended up. Uh, she's ended up in the in the Alfred. I think in the Alfred Hospital. Yep. And they said she had such a big clot in her lungs that if the dog hadn't awakened her. She wouldn't have made it. Wow. Gee whiz. Amazing news. I think that's self-preservation for the dog because it knows that. Hang on. If the owner dies. I ain't going to be eating unless I'm eating her, you know? <laughs> it's like a... Um, Hang on. Yeah, what, you're trying to say the food bowl's empty? The and food she's bowl's... Going, hey, wake up. Uh, hey, it's, come on. It's feeding time. Come on. It's not sleeping time now. Get up. I'm suspicious too of the dog's motives. Yeah, so. uh, hey, Dr. Feelgood, I'm Dr. Hungry, you know? <laughs> How about yeah. your doctor fill up my food bowl? <laughs> and she says she's in hospital now. Yeah. She's been keeping an eye on Molly via doggy cam. Right. Which is feeding her live footage from the home. Right. She's watching the house, but she seems to be going back to the place on the couch where I last sat with her. Yeah. The only other place she goes is the cushion where my head was. Right. I reckon she's going, hey, mum's gone. I'm the king of the castle now. This is my spot. Yeah. The comfiest spot on the couch. She's got it all wrong, I reckon. I think she's she's the dog's probably also looking for coins, you know, because the dog's trying to order Uber Eats because it's sitting there going, hang on, I'm, she, she's still in the hospital. I'm still hungry. What's going on? I was trying to lick her face, saying feed me. Now she's gone. Keep, yeah, keep, keeps banging on the iPad trying to trying to order the Uber. You reckon? Come on. When's oh. this margarita pizza turning up? Oh gosh. Well, that is that is an excellent story, and we yeah. we, we wish um, uh, Doctor Sally all the best in her recovery because yeah. that's um. Yeah, you know, I mean it's a, gee whiz, it's a it's a pretty close call. You know when you, uh, 
getting a big blood clot in the lungs, gee whiz, you know, yeah, you've got to be... And it'd be lovely love to hear any listeners that have got any stories about their dogs, you know, doing amazing things. You hear about dogs saving people from fires or, you know, pulling kids out of the pool when they're drowning. Causing house fires by trying to get pancakes that's off the stove. Causing fires, yeah, <laughs> Hey, guys, come and check out the pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> but There's yeah. no mention of she cooking pancakes at the time. I wonder if that's a link there. We should have... Actually, should have a look into that. Actually, we should try and get in touch with with Sally on 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 Instagram. On, on Instagram. Uh, are we still on Charlie? Oh, we're mate, on. I ain't going. I ain't moving off Charlie Pickering until we until Charlie. we get the reply off Charlie Pickering. No, I'm 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 I'm, I'm very uh, focused. You're very still on focused. Charlie. I'm oh, still on still, Charlie. So we mate. won't move on to Sally to get a shout out and a, oh, you a, can give a, it a shot. For, thanks for Molly. She might be right. Yeah, I wonder if she let's do it. Congratulations, but yeah, good on you, Molly. Yeah, well done. That's exa- a fantastic story. All right, mate. What about a disclaimer? Oh, right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and this and this goes for everything we were saying before. Too. Of course, yeah. All advice on this show is generally in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we have missed anything or if you need any fl- further car- clarification or if your name is Charlie Pickering. <laughs> Fantastic, mate. <laughs> yeah, all names have been changed. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we mentioned it 500 times. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. We are talking about you, Charlie Pickering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear, you're talking about old cats and dogs, mate. So, up to? so what I wanted to talk about, Lewis, was um, a, a little thing that I say to say to people. It's just like a like what, what I you know you know the the life hacks. You know, yeah. like life hacks where you have where top you know, tips. Yeah, top tips. Things for um for trying to work out like well, you know how. Short little things, are things going okay or do I need to be concerned, you know? And yeah. so with older pets, because obviously as um, age is just a number, you know, it's just that the bigger that number gets and sometimes the more disease you can get and sometimes all at once. So, you know, so as your pet's getting older, how can you keep an eye on them and know, right, well, is there maybe something little brewing on? Is there something I need to get to the vet to to see straight away? Um, and I think one of the, or two of the really easy ways of being able to see that is, is your dog drinking more or weighing more? And is your dog, lo- dog or cat, that is, um, or are they losing weight? So yes. what I say to people is that, right, so if you've got an old dog or an old cat and it's eating the same amount of food, and it's exercising the same amount, and it's maintaining the same amount of weight, the same body condition, chances are it's fine. Yeah, fantastic. You know? yeah. yeah, what goes in and what goes out and what's staying there is all the same. It's a, yeah. it's a very simple equation. Whereas if they are eating more, and they're losing weight, you know, then that's there's something wrong something there. Something not right. Yeah, that means that, or even if they're eating the same amount, or they're eating less, and they're losing weight. Well, there's something that's making them lose weight because, or something that's making them not eat. So there's something happening there because we all feel good when we eat. So you know, if you something's putting you off your food, then there's got to be something wrong there. Same with the drinking more and weighing more. If your dog or cat has always been drinking a certain amount of water, and then suddenly that water intake goes up, and suddenly they're weighing a lot more as well something's happening. Yeah, there's Some a metabolic issue there, isn't there? That's right. Like that. Yeah, yep. yes. Something's making the kidneys not work or something's making uh, more water come out in the urine and so therefore they're producing more wee. So, yes. um, so yeah, a really easy back of the thumbnail. There's a third thing I reckon you're yeah. in there. Behaviour changes. Being oh, a big behaviour guy. Changes, yeah. Behaviour changes, I reckon. So you got the urine, you got the... Um, 
that other one that you said that I've just forgotten in that uh, the, the, the drink more, wee more, and weight loss. Weight loss, eh? sorry, yeah. weight loss, yeah. And then the third one, I reckon, behaviour changes. Yeah, and I was really good with that, you know, behaviour yeah. change. And it might be, you know, simple things like, you know, struggling to get up in the morning. Yes. A sign of, you know, can be a sign of arthritis. You know? yep. so, so any sort of, you know, sleeping more. Hiding. Yeah. Less yes. interaction. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Signs of pain. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Noise phobias. Yes. Uh, yep. Which is interesting. Noise phobias. Good time to bring that up. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sort of hijacking a thing. No, no. Go for it. Got Journal Club this week. Okay. Yes. Journal Club. We're all the boffins, us boffins of, of the veterinary behavior world get together. Yeah. So who, yeah. Who, do you, who do you boff with? Oh, who well, she's much higher than me, mate. We're talking your, your Robert Holmes. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Robert Holmes. Dr. Yes. Gab Carter. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Uh, Diane Van Rui. Right, uh, yes. Soon to be PhD doctor as well. Right. Marika Lay, Dr. Marika Lay, uh, Dr. Uh, Tools, uh, and uh, and oh, I've forgotten somebody else. That Dr. Catherine McMillan comes along. Oh, Kathy Mack. Yeah, yeah. you know Kathy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we went to uni together, Kathy Mack. Oh, yes. say good day. Yeah. Fantastic, got to get her listening. She loves a long, a long run as well. Oh, oh yeah, she has a damn strong yeah. longer runs than me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, she's I think she's ultra. still running. Yeah, I think she's <laughs> up to about you know, yeah, yeah, 40,000 kilometres now, <laughs> Kathy Mack. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and then... Uh, and uh, sometimes Dr. Debbie Callan comes along. Oh, yep, Debbie uh, Callan. Katharina Hunter from, yes. from the, the, the uh, Lost Dogs Home as well. Yep. So, yeah, we all get together. And this week, the paper we're discussing is that we talked a few weeks ago about um, noise sensitivities Yep. Um, and, and pain in dogs and developing at middle age when they start having some arthritis and things and they're hearing noises and they've, uh, they've got some arthritis and they jump around and with, with the pain and they get noise phobies as well. Yeah. So it would be good to get some, some perspective on, on those guys from the, the higher-ups as to yeah. whether what I actually said in the other podcast was, was actually a load of BS or, <laughs> or whether we're actually on the right track. Send it to the Brains Trust. Exactly, exactly. So sorry, mate, I interrupted you there. No, no, that's, yep. oh, that's all right. That's a, that's a good, awesome segue. Um, so, so, yeah, you know, uh, I think the... Um, uh, a really easy way of of seeing whether or not things are okay. Like so, you know, when your pets come in for in for their checkups and things like that. And so, senior pets, I always recommend coming in every six months. Yes. You know? um, what sort of age is senior? Oh wow, you know, up seven is the yeah. arbitrary. Yeah, I'll line, go with that. Yeah, so, know, yep, um, that sounds good. Mainly That's just because say. that seems to be a time when you'll start to get subtle signs of changes. Yes. So dental disease, arthritis, um, you know, some skin diseases and stuff will start. And some I mean, di- most diabetes and things can start at that age, starting yeah, around. Yep. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, and uh, things with your eyes and, you know, all sorts of weird stuff, you know, that the watch pot never boils, you know. So, so these dogs and cats will be at home and because the owners are seeing them all the time and the cat dog is still eating and is still going yeah. to the toilet and that sort of stuff but there might be subtle things there that are going on something that we can do something about something that we can try and improve that pet's quality of life yeah. lumps and bumps which we covered two pods ago yeah, absolutely yeah so when these animals come in like um so i always look at their weight um and with cats i'm always um we've got a uh, little baby scales so then that way i can um it's a much more accurate scales for us than the dog ones where you've got you know a, a you know, Bernese mountain dogs, you know, standing on there. The, the weight differentials between a Bernese mountain dog and a, you know, three kilogram, you know, little domestic shorthead, you know, the, the difference between 200 or 300 grams is pretty seismic with a little creature. So I like using the baby scales for the cats. And what I like to do is to look at 
how that weight's been tracking because if the weight is is slowly, slowly, slowly going down, um, and, and you're not trying to lose weight. Well, that's the thing. You know, I always say to owners, be careful of the diet that suddenly starts to work. Yeah, you know, yes, if yes. your pet's been overweight for four years and you've been trying to diet it for four years and then suddenly it starts working. Chances are it's probably not the diet. Chances are it's probably something that's actually making yeah. that that's that's kicked up the pet's metabolism. Yeah. You know, yeah. hypothyroidism, diabetes. You know, um, that one of these other things. Lots of different of, things. You know, even cancer as well. Oh, cancer too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, as a as a, a a quick little rule of thumb, if your old pet is drinking uh, drinking the same amount, weighing the same amount, maintaining their weight, behaviour changes are all the same. Chances are they're fine. But if they are drinking more, weighing more, if they are losing weight despite eating, or if you have noticed behavior changes, there's something going on. Yeah. There's something going on there. Go and check it out. It may not be anything bad, but it may be something that if you get on top of it quickly, might give you a few more options of being able to try and help them out. Yeah, check in with your vet. Now, I knew you were going to talk about this. So I actually did a little, little bit on the internet. Yes. Any idea how old the Guinness Book of Records oldest dog is? Have a guess. Um, so I, I, I will say 24. Yeah, not bad. 29. 29? 29 years and five months. Get out months. of town. Really? A, a dog called Bluey. Yeah, right. Any guess on the breed? Yeah, it would be a blue healer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. Australian catalogue named Bluey. Lived in uh, Rochester in Australia. Right, yep. Uh, was uh, put to sleep on the 14th of November 1939. Wow. He was attained as a puppy in 1910 and worked among cattle and sheep for nearly 20 years. Gee whiz. So this, I've got this off the um, the Guinness Book of Records uh, you know, website. Website, yeah. Underneath the, the, the website, there's, there's a Facebook area where you can make comments. Right, yes. Perfect. I thought, oh, what I'll just, are some of the I'll comments? Just have a little look at, just delve down, just look at the first few. Jeez, isn't that a rabbit hole <laughs> went down? <laughs> now, this is all. Um, these, these are all uh, public things, so I'm sure I can use the, the, the names that are there. Brittany. Yeah. Yes. I sent an email to you. So this is obviously written to the, the uh, Guinness, Guinness people. Yeah. Yes. I sent an email to you about my 20-year-old Chihuahua and was wondering if he would qualify for the world record. He's in perfect health and will play with all the younger dogs. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, she's got an older Chihuahua. That's all right. Yep. Now, look, Brittany waited a while for an answer. All right, yes. Because she posted a year later, he's now 21. I see no the theme of this. I, I see that the Guinness World Records, they're not on top of their, <laughs> not, not, not right <laughs> on top of answering their Facebook. Yes, yeah, yeah. Unlike us, that we're, oh, we're onto it oh, in a flash. You know? Straight away. Yeah, yeah. 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 Obviously, they're <laughs> not. Because uh, her old chihuahua's turned a year older before she got a reply. Yes. Brittany, <laughs> hi, Brittany. I'm a, this is from Guinness World Records. Right, Finally yes. replied, I'm afraid that we do not monitor separate categories for different breeds, only absolute records such as the longest ever dog, and oldest cat living. Best wishes, Dan, community manager. Right, fair enough. No worries. All right. Yeah, no good. Please Jen, tell me Brittany's written back. No, Brittany. Brittany's gone on. No, no more Brittany. Right. No okay. More Brittany. Yeah, because she, the, the the dog only made it to twenty one, and that was yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah passed, unfortunately, passed away by the time they replied. Yeah, the Guinness no, Book of World Records book landed on its head. <laughs> <laughs> There's no bringing Brittany back. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Chihuahua. <laughs> Isn't that a song? Uh, no, Brittany back. Uh, 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 Brittany Sexy Spears. back. No, that's Justin Timberlake. Bring Timberlake. Sexy back. Yes, Sorry, yeah, mate. yeah, yeah. Cross, crossing my. Uh, yeah, oops, you did it again. Y yeah, yeah. Crossing my Disney character. Uh, no, what, uh, the uh, 
Oh, they were from the Disney. They were from the Mouseketeer, oh, the, um, the, the Mickey Mouse yes, Club. Yes, yeah, weren't they? J- M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-A-U-S-E. Yeah, very, the singing Betty's back. Now, delve a little bit further down the path. Jennifer, this is an interesting one. My Rottweiler Polly is 30 plus years old. 30 plus? 30 plus years old. Is that in dog years or people years? That's a really good question. Maybe that's what she... No, I think she's saying in people years. I inherited her in 2003 from my father. Her spade record should verify her age. I thought nothing about it until a vet visit today. Have you ever seen a Rottweiler that's gone over 15? No, no, not at all. So Edward, I think he's a bit sceptical like me. He's gone, can you post a video of Polly on YouTube, please? (laughs) I think I think everyone wanted to check that Polly's still alive. Oh, it's just, it, just uh, a dog lying in front of the fire for the yeah, last ten years. Ten years, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the um, what, what they don't say is the owner also doesn't have a sense of smell. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, a, yes. she doesn't eat much yeah, anymore. Yeah, you yeah. Know, she's 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 lost a bit. She we haven't waited for a while, but it looks like she's losing. She looks weight. okay. Yeah, certainly don't need to worry about excess toileting because there's no. nothing happening at all. <laughs> She's obviously got a new puppy. Hello, I'm amazed by these comments and how long your dogs are living. Congratulations. I have a one-year-old puppy and I've been trying to feed her the best. I was wondering, what do you guys feed your dogs? Any advice would be wonderful. Thank you. Well, Eric Gibson, he's got some time on his hands because he's written a long, long, oh, has he? long right. post. And there's a lot we can take from him. He's got some tips. Yes. My tips are having your dog live long. My cocker mix is 18, about 28 pounds and doing fairly well. Yes, I would say in general. So these are his tips. Yes, I would say in general, mixed dogs live longer. Okay. Yeah, good yep. tip. Go with that. Good. Yeah, yeah. In brackets. No offence to wonderful pure breeds too, who often do live quite long. Okay. Yep. Well, th- you just debunked your own tip, mate. That's, that's, a, that's a bit... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sitting yeah. on the fence there. Okay, yeah. good. Change the water bowl daily. Right, good. I assume he means the water, not the actual bowl, because <laughs> it's very quite expensive. <laughs> Over 18 years, he can have a fair stack of bowls out the back of his house. He's got a tip out the back just for dog bowls. <laughs> so, brush their teeth to reduce plaque. Oh, well, that, good, that's good. Good tip, in yeah. brackets. Oh, I did not do a good job on this one. Right. So, his 18-year-old cocker mix has got to the age of 18 without brushing her teeth. But he wishes that he had them. It's still his tip, though. Still his tip. <laughs> Keep the weight down. Minimise treats and table scraps. Yeah, good. Good. Try not to let them be around pesticide-treated plants and grass. Yeah, all right. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah okay. not, not obviously not a Monsanto fan, <laughs> you know. Yeah. What's Monsanto? Oh, Monsanto's the um the big conglomerate um that has all the pesticides oh, and seeds the and all zero, that sort of stuff. The zero weed killer. Yeah, it? that's oh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, try not to let them be around. Uh, we said that one. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, just like us, outside exercise, not just a backyard. Right. Too bad if you haven't even got a backyard. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, you'll never make it to eighteen then. Yeah. Sorry. He hasn't given. Yeah. He hasn't given a tip for the the apartment dwelling. No. Pet. No. Have a second dog. In most cases, keeps them happier. Good. Good. Yes. But then in brackets, though, some dogs love being the center of attention. Feel like he's sitting on the fence again. He's yeah. really not. He's not. He's not nailing these tips. He's, he's going one way or the other. Easy, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not Look, really. Brush the teeth, but I didn't. Y- yeah, that's you know? right. Yep. Yeah. Have a mixed breed, but a purebred might work fine. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Medical slash vet stuff. I'm not a big believer in jumping at every suggestion from a vet. Uh, yeah, he's starting to lose a bit of credibility now, especially ones upselling well. Especially on a vet podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're yeah. not, not going to get good. So I'm trying to rip this guy a new bum hole. Right. <laughs> 
basic vet visits, of course, but it's really about noticing differences with your dog. And that's, oh, that's a little bit what we touched on, the, the behaviour. Absolutely, Urinating yeah. a bit more. So, you know, they, maybe he's got some sort of, you know, veterinary degree. When they age and have a harder time getting out warning, do not think they are done. Oh, thank oh, you. Right. Thank you. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. Hot Good. tip. Yeah, hot they tip. They are not done. It's not At done 18, yet. they no. are not done. Stick a fork in it. It is not done yet. <laughs> I have great success with, and then he lists a whole lot of things that he's been giving. Um, also, as they age, some p- pain pills like gabapentin, which is a pain relief medication, really helpful. Tip. Here we go. Tip, a, a tip, tip upon tip, a tip. I've got my pen. I've got my pen. Yep. What's, it, what's his tip? Buy your pet meds online from a US-based pharmacy. Hang on. I've been getting amazing prices for vets Hang on. compete with. Contact with me directly if you want recommendations. Yes. What's that? What's that yeah. smell? Like? Smell, yeah. Lewis. That? I don't want to seem like a salesman here. Oh, yeah, too I'm late, Eric. Eric, do you work for? A, yeah, for an, an online a, pharmacy. An online pharmacy. I'm suspicious, and I don't know what the postage is to Australia, but we're not going to look at a US-based pharmacy to Australia. Well, so there you Eric, go. Thanks, thanks for the the tips, mate. And look, if you're listening, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we can do some tips for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> how, to, how for us to live a bit longer. Yeah, absolutely. I, d- I don't think his um, online pharmacy's doing all that well if he's got enough time to be able to post a big one like that, That's unless awesome. he's just cutting and pasting it everywhere, just trying to... Uh, Trying to get you know get that out of there. Um, as, it, as distinct from the, the amount of time I spent reading it, yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> waste of my day. Yeah. Um, what's the oldest dog that you reckon you've seen, mate? Oh, I reckon. Well, I'll probably go with the cat. I reckon be yeah. around twenty one or twenty two on a cat. In, yeah. in the UK. I yeah, righto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. about yourself? Um. So in my first job, um, I was probably been working for about three or four months. Um, I had to um, put to sleep a 23-year-old cat. Oh, At the yeah. time, I was 22 and a half. Oh, mate. That's amazing. That, that, that was, so that, older that was, than that you. That was insane. Yeah, yeah. So the cat was older than me. There's not there's not many vets who'd be able to say they treated an animal older than them. No, or, or, or a domestic pet, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, horses oh, and things. Elephant, you know, get, yeah, 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 turtle. Yeah, 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 yeah. White yeah, rhino. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, scrap that. <laughs> there are lots of, lots of animals <laughs> yeah. that, are, that are older than vets. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but, but but yeah, if you're, if you're little little domestic, yeah, um, you can pen your animal. So, yeah, so, so, so that was bizarre. Um, I reckon the oldest dog we've had, um, uh, or the the one that you, you sort of know, yeah, you, know, you can go back through the records and see, yeah, this was when it had its twelve week puppy vaccination. Um, we got one up to um uh, eighteen and a half. Yeah, as a right. little 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 miniature poodle. Yes. Um, and he's um. Yeah, he was an interesting one. He he had um uh, quite bad teeth because like he's he, he was old and he wasn't a, a, chewing well. A poodle with bad teeth. Imagine oh, that. we? But the funny thing was, is it was all gingivitis and all like so we didn't have that much in the way of um yeah, tartar right. or gum recession and stuff. Yeah, okay. So every six months from when he was about sort of seventeen, I'd have to give him an anaesthetic and go in there and quickly clean his teeth yes. up, right? Um, trying to keep the anaesthetic as as light and as quick as you could. Um, and for for three of the six months, his teeth were great. Then after that, it'd slowly, slowly, slowly yeah, get right. worse. Wow. And so the last time we did it was just before he was 18. Wow. And so then when he turned 18, I went and bought him a birthday card. <laughs> sent him a birthday card. <laughs> I, I wrote in there, you know, so, so an 18th birthday card. I said, um, yeah, good luck with getting your license. Yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> and a slab of beer. And a slab of beer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink and drive. You've still got to be zero when you do it. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. great. Where are we? All right, now the um, so I so so that's that yeah that that was um yeah the uh, the, the the how to look after your uh, your your old pets 
Yeah. So I think what 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 have you got? Uh, oh, well, next, the article in the Age uh, last weekend. Yes. Uh, regular podcast listeners of the show and yourself, Robbie, you'll know we sort of talked about this. Oh, I don't know. It could have been episode two. It might have been episode one actually. Early on, anyway. About the 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 Age article is family dogs responsible for most attacks. New research shows. Right. Now, this really flamed me. I was like, new research shows? I've known this since since I wrote the book. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. To get in time yeah, for there, a plug. There it is. The, the, the book tell plug. your dog you're pregnant and a century guy for... Uh, <laughs> 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 I can't even get the title right. Anyway, you know what it is. <laughs> and, and, as seen on the ABC, Charlie Pickering. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, not on Charlie Pickering's show. <laughs> well, it might be by now. Could be. Who knows? Could Who be knows? on there now. Anyway, so basically... Th- it was a. It's a new study that came out of I think one of the hospitals, um, or no, it was presented at the Royal Austra- Australasian College of Surgeons Con- Congress in Sydney a couple of weeks ago. Right, and basically, you know, it used uh, an example of this uh, young boy, three-year-old boy Charlie, a single bite from his family's nine-year-old pet dog, and then hyphen so gentle it barely woofed a stranger. Nearly killed three-year-old Charlie last year when the boy climbed on the sleeping animal's back to ride it like a horse. Oh, now, man. There's so many things going on there. You know, the, the, the dog's obviously woken up and it's given him one bite to the face. Yep. And some horrible injuries that they, they document. But, you know, it just comes back to that thing that we I talked about last time is that, you know, the vast majority of the dog bites that occur to kids are by a dog that is known to the child. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a family's dog, it's your relative's dog, yep. it's your best mate's dog. Neighbour's dog. It's the yep. neighbour's dog. And and this study basically is saying that 90%, 92% yeah, wow. of dog bites that they've, they've sort of uh, presented to the hospital are by a dog that is known to the child. Yeah, right. And so that means only 8% of the dog running up to you in the street, which what that's what everyone thinks. It's it's the strange dog, the w- the wild inverted commas, the off lead dog. Yes, running up and attacking the child. Yeah, it's not. It's in the family home, and and as I sort of you know outlined um, in the book as well, it's often innocuous activities that are occurring. So it's walking past the dog. Yeah, it's it's playing with the dog. It's you know cuddling the dog's a big one. Yes, feeding the dog, it's sleeping the dog, and in in Charlie's case, it was. It was unfortunately riding the dog. Yeah, yeah. Like a horse, which you know, we really, really, obviously, it's not something we, we condone at all. No, it's not a good idea. No. And, you know, it's, um, and yeah, gee whiz, it makes you wonder where the kid got it in his head to try and do it. To, well, well, know? that's the thing. The owner, the owner, uh, the father, sorry, and the owner, I suppose, um, you know, uh, the bite was really out of character for the dog, said the father, who lives on a property. Um, between Brisbane and Toowoomba, the biggest contributing factor was the dog was asleep and an older dog. Right. And look, I, I have to disagree there. The biggest contributing factor is the lack of adult supervision. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yep. I really don't want to uh, uh, sort of... Plenty of old dogs sleep and then don't wake up and bite somebody. Exactly, you know. And, and, and you know, there's a, I was reading some, something recently talk about tactile supervision. Right. So essentially that you should be within touching distance of your dog and a child of that age at all times. Yeah, right. And, you know, obviously they they the, the father, and it's, it's really unfortunate it's happened to Charlie, but I'm, I'm tipping if he was in the room that Charlie wouldn't have been riding the dog like a horse while he was asleep. So, yeah. you know, he goes on to say, Charlie and his younger sister Isla have been taught to treat dogs with respect and never to poke, pull or climb on them. 
Well, they've been taught that, but obviously Charlie, he's, he's three years old. Yeah, yeah. You know, to, for him to take that on board and understand that, you know, it's, it's not an easy thing. And it's a really hard thing to say, and it feels like I'm being perhaps, you know, critical of the parents, but it is about supervision, you know. It, it, it's the, the dogs we see, are the, the, the bite kids, often the dogs that have never bitten before. Yes, yeah. And it's that first bite, and it's often a bite to the face, and it can be just really horrible, you know. There's, there's a mention here that a, that a 50 kilogram dog bite, that's a pretty big dog. Yep. Has the same bite strength as a tiger. Yeah, wow, gee whiz. And so that that's that's a phenomenal bite, and so it just takes one single bite, um, and 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 uh, and and they can do some really really terrible damage, and and as well as that, um, as well as the scarring they can cause. There's a mention in the article about, uh, you know, the 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 hospital that this uh, there's a Dr. O Mahoney, um, not sure, uh, Dr. O Mahoney and Dr. Cockburn. Oh, hey, oh, Sally, no, she's no, back. No, no, it might be a brother. Right, Co- yeah. Coburn, sorry. Yep. Dr. Coburn. They Jim Coburn. Y- yeah, I don't know if it's Jim. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Looking. Uh, can't find it. Anyway, so um, they, um, you know, and, and the, their hospital, they have a, a full-time staff member now providing counselling support for, for people that are bitten by dogs. Because wow, there's so many of them. cause distressing disputes and guilt in family oh, and family yeah, members. Oh, yeah, Ronnie, oh, yeah. So, look, a little article that you know, came up in the age, you know, talking about, you know, sort of new new findings, but really they're not new findings. That's if that's really just confirming what, you know, well, we've known for yeah, ages. Well, well, since I wrote the book, mate, since, 2012. Since you wrote the book, yeah. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> when I brought it to everyone's were you, attention. Were you referenced in that, mate? You know, are they, you know in the, uh, the, the Royal Australasian a, Surgeons That's a good conference? point, I... I did have a missed call last week, yeah. But a bit of send him a book, Ever mate, since you know? I missed that one for the Queen, I yeah. should be uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should be answering these calls, shouldn't I? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You've you got to an- answer those uh, th- those blocked numbers, you know, yeah. because you, you never know who could be on the other line. Exactly. Spot um, on, mate. Yeah. yeah, oh, look, it's, um, it, I mean, it's, it's definitely a good thing to point out because, you know, you teach your kids respect always, but... You've got to supervise. You've got to, got to, yeah. got to. You've yeah. just got to. You can't supervision, trust it. supervision or separation, mate. Definitely. That's, yeah. that's exactly. If you can't supervise, you're doing something else, and you've got to separate them with, you know, behind a, a lock barrier um, that you know that the kids can't put their hand through, or you yes. know, poke the dog. You know, maybe the the dog could have been sleeping in another room, yeah, with a locked door, something like that. You know, or even behind a baby's playpen, something like that. Yeah. So the dog's in the playpen, and the kids are outside, and then the owners can be doing what they want to do. So yeah. Yeah, a little bit, little bit of a, a sad sort of sort of one to finish on, mate. You, you got anything? You got anything else? You got any mailbag you uh, want to talk about? Yeah, yeah, quick little mailbag. So, um, uh, I uh, well, it's a, yeah, a pseudo mailbag. It's something that uh, one of my clients um said to me. Uh, that not, uh, not Charlie, was it? No, it wasn't it's Charlie. Not, not no, a pseudo un- Charlie one. Unfortunately, no. no Sorry to bring that waiting. up, mate. It's, it's, it hurts. It's gonna burn. It, it gets me here, man. It gets me here. <laughs> where are you say, where are you pointing to? Your chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we're right, not we're not gonna yeah. say what's burning. Uh, um, <laughs> um, Coburn. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you saw where I was going. I walked there, mate. into it, did I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is so, there cream um, for that? Well, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, a topical oil. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, what um, what my client was saying was, uh, look, uh, this is something you should talk about in your in your podcast. 
why are my dog's feet brown? So, so it was a little white fluffy dog um, that all four feet had a um, a nice brown hue around the uh, around the toes, you know, all the way at the top and underneath. So, so white dog on top and brown tootsies uh, uh, down below, down, walk, down the bottom. Walk through dog poo at all? No, no uncleanable, no, mate. No, uncleanable. It's just, just off. A, it was a stain that couldn't be removed. Oh, yeah. so, so what do you tell him? What do you think? So, well, well, what, what, what do you reckon? Oh. There we go. Tell you. I'll let oh, you lead on this shoot, one, mate. What do you? Gee, you've put me in a spot you, here, yeah, mate. You'll be right. You'll be uh, right, mate. You'll be, potentially, you know, potentially. I mean, I've seen it a few times. Yeah, yeah. Potentially, saliva stain isn't from licking. That's the excessive that's usually a number one one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, fluffy white dog, you'd be thinking some sort of allergy, maybe maybe secondary infection going on there that yeah. just makes it so itchy. Maybe a nice yeasty infection. Yeah. Sometimes the yeasties grow yes. in those little yeasty beasties yeah. and around those tootsies. Yeah, 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 yeah. spot on, yeah. Um, so, so what do you normally what do you normally do? What do you when yeah, you see well, that? I guess the, the first thing is you know, a you treat the infection. You know, so 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 check them out. Make sure that there's um you know no infection because if there is you treat if there yep. is you treat it because you might put a bit of sticky tape on there to, to look for some bugs or something Absolutely. and then put it on the, under the microscope. See, see see what you can find in there. See yep. who's growing there because then that way you know right, well because a lot of itch is driven by infection so if you can clear up the infection then you may um, control enough of the itch that then you're going to stop the dog from licking at the they're feet. all good yep um then if you treat the infection but there's still itch there then often you need to deal with what the underlying allergy may be which could be anything oh, it could yes. be grasses pollen dust food whatever atopy atopy yeah contact um, allergy yeah food yep, yep. um and uh the other thing then is um you know do you like from a behavioral point of you do you see some dogs get to a point where they've had an infection or something or, or an allergy where they've started chewing their feet but then it becomes like an obsessive compulsive thing and they just get stuck into that foot all the time like say if you go right where well, you've treated the infection you've treated the allergy but they're still getting stuck into it yeah you can yeah i do see that but usually it's the one foot so if yeah. you got the, if you got the infection under control you got some allergy perhaps under control and they're still licking Usually it'll be one foot or one yep. location on the foot, but I, I don't recognise. I generally can't think of seeing those fluffy white dogs. I reckon once you tend to treat them, and you can get that under control, don't generally tend to see an OCD coming up because of that more see an OCD with a licker spot if there's an under you know or they've got OCD where they're obsessively licking a spot. It's not generally caused, but what I'm trying to say is caused by the the all four feet being itchy. Generally, yeah. once you treat that. I find that they don't tend to focus on one foot after that. So, yeah, yeah. so if it's still got the brown stuff on there, even though you're treating it, you're probably just not treating whatever's going on. Yeah, well y enough. Y you've still just got that. Um, yeah, it's that thing of where if it's if it's four or more than more than one foot, chances are it's the allergy. If it's yes. one foot, maybe yes, you've got on. that yep. behavioural thing. But yep. you know, and the, and the thing is, treating allergies is just so much of a pain in oh, the bum. It's frustrating. You know? isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no easy, uh, no easy fix for them. There's no cure. Yeah, you, know, you can't no. cure them all. It is as control, yeah. and and so many and there's so many different things you can do to try and treat, but not all of them work for every dog and cat. So you've just got to try and, and work and out. Some have bad side effects, you know, long term, and then and yeah, the, there's a new medication, the Apoquel, really, yes. really quite good. I That's find an awesome yeah, when it medication. Works, it works amazing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just just, just really flicks the switch. Yeah, flicks the switch and it's done. Yeah, so. fantastic. So if you've got that white dog and you've got the uh, 
the discolored, the, the, the black or the staining on the feet and you're wondering what it is, it's saliva staining from licking and a good idea to hop down your vet and, and get it checked out. Because there's an underlying reason for it and the dog sitting there at be- you know, bedtime, she's going... Nom, like my cat that decides it's a good time to clean her bikini line at 1am in the morning on the end of the bed it's like oh jeepers well mate you shouldn't have taught her how to do that she shouldn't have seen you doing it when she was a kitten yeah i'd never do it at one (laughs) (laughs) o'clock i always do it before i go to bed i'm civilized that's right i'll do it at civilized hour never at one (laughs) o'clock fantastic all right mate i think that's it man yeah we're done that's all good excellent fantastic Well, um, yeah, uh, don't forget uh, to uh, write us um, write us uh, an email, twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. Love to hear from you all. Keep yeah. li- listening, our Madagascan listeners and our you know, Romanian, Romanian listeners. Do you think we could get a Rwandan listener? Rwanda? Yeah. yeah. Well, gee whiz. Do they have, yeah, they do have internet. No, yeah, they don't have the internet. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Uh, I'd love to. I, I don't know the language. We're not Swahili. Oh, they speak French. How's oh, your French, you mate? Are you any good at French? Oh, très bien. Oh, wonderful. All no, right. That's it. That's Beautiful. all I've got. Damn. And like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and uh, make sure you uh, write, us a, write us a review as well. Give us a five stars. It helps us get up there on uh, on iTunes again. Get us back up to the number one position. Yes. Back, back, where, back where we want to be. Exactly. You know? yeah. Did we ever drop? I don't think. No, nah, never dropped. No, nah, never dropped. Never Always dropped. Up I, We want to solidify. Always up. All yeah. right, mate. Good on you, mate. Right out. Peace See out, buddy. everybody. Bye. See you, Robbie. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to Two Vets Talk Pets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at VetBehaviorist. And more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.